It's the Prentice Also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, Steve Martin Construction, the law offices of John Day, and Prentice Also Heating and Air. John Dinkins back with you here on the Prentice Awesome Heating and Air. And I know I sound like Mr. Haney, but the voice just isn't there today. But we have uh, Coach Rick Rice, the head coach of the Rockville Rockets. He was out there in that cold air with me last night. And, uh, Coach, a wild one at uh, Shebbeville. Yeah, it was, John. Just, um, you know, just so proud of our kids for coming back like we did. There, you know, there in the second half, especially in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, didn't play well early, especially offensively. And, uh, um, you know, they, and, you know, as far as Chevy's offensively, they just kind of, you know, kind of, you know, just ran the ball at us, you know, kept the ball quite a bit, you know, during the game. And, uh, but, uh, but our defense made a couple of big, big stops there right before half, to, you know, to keep the score down. And then, uh, in the second half, we just had to throw it, John. I mean, we could not run the ball on that bunch. I mean, you got to give Coach Puckett and, his defensive coaches credit. They they just shut us down defensively, you know, as far as running it. Now as far as throwing the ball, you know, we I thought we did really well there. I thought Logan Nowacki and the receivers had a had a really good night. But uh yeah, it was a wild one. Got down to the two point conversion play and uh you know, got got the deception call, you know, called on us and uh, you know, I'm still trying to figure that out a little bit. I'm, you know, I know it's a rule and and uh I don't know, it's kinda hard for me to explain. I know you're gonna ask me to try to explain it i mean you know it is what it is and uh, we'll we'll talk about it talk about it later so anyway i'm just still kind of <laughs> still kind of just kind of i guess kind of muffled a little bit kind of confused a little bit and uh, but i mean it is what it is and it's a rule and uh and, and you know we should have we should have coached our kids up better on that well, I said on the air, I thought the play was awesome. I said that, that was a throwback 1960s or something, if I've ever seen it. And it was it was beautifully done, and no wacky sold yeah. it. I mean, he sold it, absolutely. Yeah, yeah he, uh, you know, his acting skills probably, you know, probably, <laughs> actually probably caused a penalty, you know, what he did. And, yeah, uh, yeah. But, uh, but he, you know, you know, it's just a play we call, and uh, I give all the credit to Coach Everly for, for calling that, and uh and the thing about it, John, I don't mind telling you, we've been working on that play for two years, and 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 we found the perfect opportunity to do it. And um, you know, it was just what we call Philly special. You know, I don't know if you saw the Philadelphia Eagles and Nick Foles. It's pretty yep. much the same play. And um, and so we, you know, it was going to be there. It was going to be wide open. And uh, but you know, they blew the whistle before we could you know you know get it all. So, uh, but anyway, it is what it is. And um, uh, yeah, Logan did a good job of. Probably, you know, you know, doing the play too good in some ways, you know. So I wish he would just uh, just move to the right and just stood there and still, you know, maybe, you know. Um, Hadn't looked at you and, and, I mean, it was. Yeah, looked at me, Coach Everly, and, you know, kind of said, what's the play, what's the play, you know. And uh, I don't know, that rule, John. And, and, you know, I you know those guys that called the game last night did a great job, and they really did. And, and when they come over there, you could kind of tell that, you know, they had to make the call, but they didn't want to make the call. You understand what I'm saying? And, yeah. Uh, uh, it's just one of those things that kind of put them in a pickle. And, uh, you know, as far as them, you know, as, you know, as a, as a crew, a fishing crew, you know, you know, I thought they was very professional about it. I really did. 
And uh, well, and what what's tough about it, coach, is, is it was an interpretation rule. That's what makes it. That's what makes it so hard because <laughs> it's basically somebody interpreting what you were doing. And yeah. I hate to see a game kind of end in like that. Although you yeah. did get a chance. Yeah, and you know, and, and you know, that's been called on me one other time, but it uh, it got called on me like at Wayne County where. And we was always trying to, when we lined up the punt, we was always trying to get them to jump outside. So what we would do with our linemen, we'd be like, you know, with their elbows on our knees, and then when the when the quarterback would say, ready, we all five or five or six, seven linemen, whoever we had up there, would pop up all in one, uh, in one motion. And, man, we used to get teams all the time on that. And then they changed that rule. And, you know, they even call that deception now. If you do it once, you got to do it every time. Oh, I see. So, um, yeah, kind of like the Dallas time. Cowboys when they used to do it. They did it all the time. Yeah, ex- yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And so, uh, uh, but you know, it you know the rules there, and, and I guess we you know we were at fault last night, and we should have coached our kids up better on it. I think a big play in the game, and I think you've already mentioned it. You're down sixteen to nothing. They're moving the football, and if they go up. 23 or 24 to nothing. You're looking at a pretty tough deficit to overcome at halftime, and you did you did have a defensive stop, which I think kind of kind of led to the uh, the much better second half. But it really was the fourth quarter where y'all really kicked it in. Yeah, we we did, and, and I tell you what, there was another stop. There was another the one right before half, but there was another stop before that. The, the other series, yes, we had a huge stop. Then you know we went to back to back defensively and had stops there. And uh, you know, you know, the first two years I've been at Rockville, John, that would never even thought of about happening. You know, and so you know, Coach Gamble and Coach Delk and Coach Holiday and Coach Nelson and I coached D line. I felt like that. You know, we that was really, really, really big. That's what I kept talking about. You know, I was talking to reporters last night, going back to those two stops right there before half. And then, of course, we got you know got the big turnover there late, where you know put us in position to you know you know to to tie the ball game. So uh, uh, yeah, I was real proud of our defense in a lot of aspects. But you know they they was going to run the football and they ran it at us and they kept they kept the football and um, and they run the clock and, and that's what I love to do and I know that's what Coach Puckett and Puckett loves to do and that's what they did last night. But you know, I was proud of our kids on defense and I was really proud of our kids offensively in the second half where. You know, not giving up. You know, not. You know, you know, they was playing like it was their last play, and then we talked about that for pregame, and I think our kids did that. Uh, Nowak, he really caught fire the last yeah. what, six yeah. or seven minutes of the game. He couldn't miss, really. Yeah, yeah, he did. I was so proud of that kid, and uh, you know, he struggled a little bit early in the season, and uh, you know, I don't, I don't know, if maybe we caught his attention or what, but he came. He, you know, since that point. Logan has been – he's been lights out, really, John, what he's been. And uh, and Coach Everly, you know, they – you know, he puts him in a good position where he can, you know, make decisions, you know, and uh, and he missed, a, he missed a touchdown pass. I don't mind saying this. He missed a touchdown pass to LaMarcus Nelson there, you know, uh, I think maybe in the second quarter. Now LaMarcus is downfield with his hands waving wide open. There's nobody within 20 yards of him. Mm-hmm. And Logan just didn't – he just didn't see him, you know. But – Second and a half, we come back run that same stuff, and he saw everything. So um, you know, hats off to you know Coach Erling, you know Coach Crane, you know he coaches quarterbacks as well, and and they the, the, you know they they did a good job. You know Coach Erling did a good job, especially calling play second half. We probably just had to take a run game and just throw it, you know, throw it in the, in the ditch. What we had to do, and so uh, 
Uh, but throwing the ball was really good last night. And our offensive line, let me say, offensive line, as far as pass pro, pass protection, they were phenomenal last night. So, and Coach Guthrie did a good job preparing them, you know, you know, to get them ready for that. Yeah, I thought they did a great job of pass protection. <laughs> and, you know, uh, he didn't really get the ball a lot. I, I think early in the game, Shebeville did a really good job on third down conversions. You know, yeah, they, 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 they had a third and seven, a third and eight a couple of times and were able to get the first down to keep the ball. Now, getting it into the end zone was a little different question. You kind of bent, but you didn't break. Yeah, 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 we did. And, and um, um, you know, there, there in the fourth quarter when we were down 23 to 15, I was hoping our defense would make a stop around the five-minute mark or four-minute mark. And we had three timeouts, and I was waiting to get – you know, I was waiting to get to third down before I started calling, you know, start calling timeouts. And, uh, well, no, I actually take it back. I was, I was trying to get to second down so I could call timeouts. So they were getting first downs on second down, what they were doing. And so, um, um, and you know, and, and we and I couldn't use the timeouts. And then there, when we got below two minutes, you know, I had to use them on first down. So, uh, you know, and it, and it worked out where, you know, they fell on the ball and we recovered and we went down and scored and we got it. Uh, it, I thought you. I thought you really did a great job uh, coaching that game and, and using your timeouts. I thought it was great and uh, uh, really a, a a tough loss. But then I, I do realize when you sit there and talk about losses, in a way the comeback and the way they didn't quit it was pretty amazing. And it's just that's just football sometimes, I guess, Coach. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, it is. It is, and uh, I think our kids have grown up this year and. The other, other two previous years, we we wouldn't have we wouldn't have done that. I'll be honest with you. I think our kids would just give up. You know, the first two years, and because uh, we didn't know, you know, first of all, we didn't know how to win, and uh, we you know we know how to do that now. And uh, um, you know, for our kids not to not to quit and find something in themselves, you know, to uh, to play like every play was going to be the last play. That's that's probably what I'm more, more proud of. You know, really. More proud, of, more proud of that than anything. I want to talk a couple of standouts. I, I, uh, David Pena, I thought, defensively played a really oh, yeah. great game last night. Yeah, he did, and you know, we, he's you know he's a, a great offensive lineman too. And uh, he, uh, in those guys, we try to give them rest for offense. But you know, I told Coach Guthrie at halftime, our old line coach, I said, I'm going to try to get some of these other guys in. But man, when they come down to it, they were our best guys. It, was, it might be the last game, and we were just going to go with them what we were going to do. And they just was just going to have to suck it up. And every time they come to the sideline, I say, "You okay? Can you go?" And they say, "Yeah, coach, I'm good." You know. So uh, him and Kadem's constant and Skyler Mafonzi, those three three kids, all three of them are seniors, and uh, they just played their hearts out last night. I just felt so sorry for them after the game, and uh, but they, you know, those three did a great, great job, and. Uh, Dave's been a really good player for us the three years we've had him, and uh, um, just a good, you know, just a good football player, and even better, an even better kid. He's just a great kid as well. Talking to Rick Rice, the head coach of the Rockville Rockets, <laughs> it's really—I know—it thrills you to see their growth and maturity over the last three years on this three-year program. And uh, Thipavong, no wacky, uh, connecting uh, last night beautifully. I, I know you are so proud of them in terms of the way they have progressed and i guess if you're talking about you don't when you have a first first school a first year school and then go to the second year are you ahead of schedule in your mind uh, of where you thought you would be at this time uh 
I don't know, John. The first two years about killed me and my assistants. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> Tell people, uh, you know, I don't mind telling John. I, I I will never do anything like this again. I'm, first of all, first of all, I'm too old for one day. I'm 58 years old. I'm too old to be doing it. But um, yeah, I don't. You know, it, it's good that we're in the, we're in the position we are right now. We work very very hard, and and we deserve to be in the position we are right now to be a third year program in Rutherford County, in the toughest region in the state of Tennessee, and uh, and be able to go to a first-round playoff game. And, uh, you know, you know, it would have been even greater if we could have won last night. But, you know, I think, I think we're on schedule. I don't know if we're ahead of schedule, but I think, you know, I think we're, we're you know, where we need to be. And, uh, but, you know, we still got a lot of work to do as well. Still got a lot of work. And, uh, you know, and, you know, and we got a lot of work to do, just more than just football. There's a lot of other things we need to work on as well. So, uh, you know, we're going to, you know, take a little time off and uh, get back to work and, and try to try to get better and try to have a better season next year. I guess it starts in the weight room, doesn't it, uh, in the off oh, yeah. season mostly? Yeah, yeah, I got, yeah, it starts there. And, you know, Coach Crane, Dakota Crane's my, my weightlifting coach. And, man, that dude's uh, he's awesome, by the way. Dakota does a great job. And, uh been kind of stressful for him here lately because he just got through having a baby and uh so he uh he uh hadn't having to having to, to deal with little carter as well so uh, but he uh does a great job and um he uh he he knows he knows what to do i say this about the co- coach Craig. he knows what to do and he knows what makes our kids tick and so i'll leave him alone i'll let him do his job but yeah the weight's going to be the big thing and uh the weight room just like any other program in the state so uh We'll, we'll give him a little time off and get back in there. Dakota Crane, I've known him since he was about uh, six or seven years old. Went to my school, yeah. and uh, uh, what a great kid and great family that he's associated with. And yeah. I know he's going to be a great dad as well. Uh, but oh, that's yeah. the kind of people no you want. That's the kind of people you want on your staff, isn't it? Oh yeah, hey, no doubt. You know, I love, I love that boy. He's a, he's a good one now, and uh, I just got to keep him with me. What I got to do? I got to keep people from trying to get him from me. So, uh, but he's a good one though. Just not him. You know, just my whole staff. I just feel like I've got the best staff in in Rutherford County and the best staff in the state of Tennessee. I might be a little biased, which I should be, but I really feel that way about those guys. That Brian Guthrie's a pretty good kid too. He's not such a kid yeah. anymore, though. He's he's getting old. Yeah, yeah, Guthrie's a good one now. He's yeah. a good one. He uh, he does a lot 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 more for me than just the football side of it. You know, John. He uh, he does a lot of other things that kind of takes takes a load off my plate because there's a you know. You can ask all the other coaches in Rutherford County. Being a head coach in Rutherford County, a lot of times, not easy. And uh, and, they, and he he helps me with that, and I appreciate him so much, you know, for doing that. Well, Coach, you've got some numbers coming back next year. I know you're excited about it. And, uh, we, uh, yeah. We are very, very excited. And, uh, you know, we uh, we got some really good young kids, John. You know, offense line, D-line, linebackers, DBs. You know, running backs. We got we got some good kids. I I'm not gonna lie. We got some really good kids. They're kind of young, but uh, they'll they'll grow up real quick, and uh, we'll have them ready for next year. Well, I'm gonna let you go, but on that, I'm I must say, if you need a, another lineman, I think Mr. Luker still has some eligibility left if you want to use him. <laughs> All I think about Coach Luker is he got out of he got out of coaching football way too early. What he did, he got. 
he got way too early into administration role. He shouldn't have got into that. He went in, they went into the frying pan into the fire, didn't he? Yeah, he sure did. Yeah, he went from the what I call the the administrator. He went from the from the whistle to the tie. What he did, and uh, and he went way he went way too early. What he did. He's a great football coach because we I coached against him for for about you know ten or eleven years when he was at Forest, and uh, we had the term I always use about me and Coach Lucas teams. We always had some slower knockers, and uh, so uh, he, he's a good football coach. I mean, don't anybody tell you he's not because he is. Well, I'm gonna come out and see you sometime here pretty soon. Rockville, I'm just right next door, basically. So I may come back and holler at you during cafeteria monitoring right. time. All right? Yeah, that'll be great. I'll be in there. It's a zoo sometimes, but I'll be in there. So, uh, but anyway, we'd love to have you, John. All right, great talking to you, Coach, and good luck next year and uh, get some rest. Yes, sir. I will. Thank you so much. All right, that's Rick Rice, the head coach of the Rockville Rockets. When we return, we're going to be talking to Eagleville coach. Floyd Walker here on the Prentice Orthopedic and Air Coach's Corner.